those who are not believers of the truth are more faithful and more disciplined and more respectful to a false god than we are as Christians to the true and living God. The only true and living God. I'm sure, and I know this is a fact, with Muslims, if there are any type of curriculum going on at school, anywhere, or they're required to be anywhere other than their scheduled time of meeting at the masjid, they will not be there. You know why? Because they're serious about what they believe in. They're not staying home because it's a birthday party or a bridal shower or a wedding. You know why? Because they're committed to their call. They're committed to something that's not even true. But Jay, because they feel that what they are committed to is truth, they have fully committed. They quiet their minds before they come in the place that they call worship. They command their thoughts to be still when they come to the place of worship. They reverence and respect their God as the true and only God. They are willing and have died for their God. They do that every day. They physically, Greg, die for their God. Jalen, the children wage war against the Christian pastor, mm -hmm. willing. Well, they teach them at a young age that is uh, the most honorable thing is uh, to be a martyr, to die for their faith. I'm just wondering, when will we as Christians honor Dave, respect our God as the true and living God, fear him with all trembling? When will a Christian do that? When will, will we actually pastor be in a, a condition, a state of mind to where we fear to sin against our God. And when we sin, will there ever be a time to where we actually mourn our sin and lament? Because we've been given grace, we take our God for granted. Because he has not come down from his throne and judged you, you continue to sin without any remorse. He said you hold back your hand in your giving, giving and your worship and your praise 
and your belonging and your things. He said, because you know why? You have become your own God. You fear man more than you fear me. You fear the creditor. The one that you owe debt to. <coughs> and if you had followed my way, you wouldn't owe any man anything besides to love him. But because you want to live the way of the world, you're making your way hard. You are manufacturing hardness in your relationships, in your homes, with your children, at work, because you have taken on as a believer the world, and calling yourself a Christian. This is why you are depressed. This is why you're on so much medication. This is why a Christian look like they are losing, and you were born to win. I just want to know, when are we going to really live for God? Is it okay to intentionally Live as a sinner and you call yourself a saint. Is that okay? House of the true and living God. I know we have things going on, people of God. When it comes to getting ready in the morning and different things we have to do. But I just want to know why when it comes to the Christians, we're okay with being late. We're okay, we're okay with not giving God our best. And somewhere in our heart is okay. But for Muslim, it's never okay. It's not okay for their child to date outside the faith. This is how much we're going to ensure is grained in you and the generation to come to be disciplined. What the faith means, discipline. God has changed my, I was on teaching on the prophetic and, and, and what a prophet is and what prophecy because of the experience we had Sunday for last, but I believe that you receive enough of that information because Holy Spirit has caused me to go another way. And then the other way is the ways of the Spirit. And just this morning was a demonstration of the validation of why God has given me the teaching of the ways of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has a rhythm. I don't know about you, but for me, when things are not balanced according to the word of God, it is, Pastor, a, a clinging symbol. It's a, it's a screeching on the board for me. Uh, I have to hurry up and get rid of it out of me. We should be like that when it comes to anything that's not faith. Eradicate it right away. Amen? Amen. That's the problem. We leave things that's not of faith in us too long. And it gives birth and it becomes a child. And sin wants to keep then following you. Okay. And you wonder why I can't stop doing this behavior because it's your child. And it wants to be with the parent.
the ways of Holy Spirit. I want to, Pastor was saying a lot of things when he was up here teaching. And one thing he says that we have to bring God our best offering. We have to bring God our best offering. And I know, I know, Adam, you had to get Celeste and different things you had to do, but could you all hear how things were off? Pastor is always loving. Not just Pastor Rob, but normally a pastor, a good pastor, is always loving. He's going to love before he probably brings order. The teacher's going to bring order. It's not going to be so loving. I wanted to bring it to a halt because we were perfectly moving. Holy Spirit was moving. But then there was a rip. In the atmosphere. God wants our best in everything. So it means that we are preparing before we get here. You're preparing in his presence to pray. You, you are worshiping. You, so you don't have to hear, uh, oh, raise your hand, oh, clap your hands, all you people, because this is what I do. I've been preparing. I've been in the presence of God. But it's difficult when our children get a certain age to try to get them to prepare to love God. If we don't do it like the age that we're doing, Janae it's difficult. It's challenging. Your, your child now seems to be a burden to you because they are resisting you. Because this is not, this is like something new. We're, we're worse. This is not what we do at the house. Read the Bible? Mom, Dad, I ain't seen you read in a minute. Daddy, I'm not seeing you praying. The kids see you pray, not out of show, but actually pray. Get a prayer through, man of God. Get a prayer through, man of God. Man clap, because you Amen. need to pray. Man clap. Amen. I'll teach you about something that what, what goes on with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a person. He desires best. This is why I know that God has given me this message to switch. Because last Tuesday I was saying when Pastor was uh, really talking about love and there was very few response. Is that he is a person and he desires an expression from you. He desires an expression. Someone that you love, you're going to express yourself to, right? Oh, yeah. Or do they have to guess that something going on inside of you, you love them, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, too, I'm so much in love with you, I just can't tell you. <laughs> I'm just so quiet. I need you to feel my love with me standing here staring at you. Mm. Holy Spirit needs a response. He desires a response from you. You know why he created you? He created you to interact with him. You can even either bow now or bow later. But you will bow. Every one of us. 
sitting on your own throne. We have to be in rhythm with the Holy Spirit. He comes to ignite. There should be fire in you. There should be fire in you. And at times, I know we, we feel that oh, the fire is gone, but this is why he comes again to kindle the fire. But you, will, you have to want to be kindled. Well, that's what's happening now. <laughs> Without any exactly, Pastor, because he, he knows that you need to be kindled. And he actually allow you to have or be in a dry place in your life. Mm. He allows, matter of fact, he led Jesus in the place of wilderness. How dry was the wilderness? Mm. He led him a, in a very dry place. It's a desert. So that he would thirst. You need to thirst because you're not thirsty. You're not thirsty anymore right now for Holy Spirit. He wants to take you in a dry place. I would suggest to you that you start to thirst before he really take you in the desert, David. Yep. I mean, I'm talking about the wilderness. You, you are without everything. He said, if you think you're having a hard time now... If I permit and allow you to be in the dry place, it'd be no comparison to the times that you've seen. And all of those times accumulated in one. See, he wants your expression. He wants your response. He needs your response. He's been assigned to you, Holy Spirit has. To cause you to love God. He's been assigned to you. That's his job. And he's going to do whatever he needs to do to get his job done. Yes, he will. The ways of Holy Spirit. So the purpose of this teaching is to simply get you to know his ways and to be constantly led by him. See, sometimes we're led and sometimes we're not. He wants you to live in tremendous power. Believe it or not, he does. I heard pastor saying, another thing I heard him saying here, the place God reigns is within you, the kingdom. See, when he said it to me, I'm saying, what is God saying? What is God saying? See, what, what we do is like, Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, the kingdom is inside of me. And not really a day in our life have we really had the revelation of what that means. The kingdom is reigning inside of you. All power, all ability, all sufficiency, all might is inside of you. But we can't believe that. Right in the middle of that calamity. See, this is what was wrong in the biblical days, in the Old Testament. They believed that God was God. Mm -hmm. 
but they didn't believe that Jesus was God. And now, in our time, we believe God is God, and somewhat can conceive that Jesus is God. But what you have not accepted is that Jesus is inside of you. The kingdom. That's not a reality to you, that the kingdom is inside of you. That you're Jesus, you're Jesus, you're Jesus, you're Jesus. Isn't that something? Old Testament. God is God. Yes, we can accept that. But Jesus is God. Blasphemy. Crucify him. But actually, that's what we're doing. We crucify him afresh because we don't believe or accept that we are God in the earth. And if that's the case, why are we on this journey? Why are we on this journey? We don't believe that he resides within us. Wow. We're talking about receiving. If you don't feel a need to express your God, it means you're dead. You're dead to the things of God. You are dead to the things of God. You're dead to all the heavenly principles. You're dead to all the laws, the divine laws that governs the kingdom that's inside of you. So this is why the kingdom that's inside of you, you can't feel it. You don't know it's there because you're dead to it. And you're dead to it because you won't accept the fact that Jesus is inside of you. You have all power, all authority. He said, all the principles of my law, my divine laws are inside of you. That governs my kingdom. That calls things that is in heaven to be here on earth. He said, Adam, he said, that's inside of you. He said, you can now speak and declare because I place my kingdom inside of you. All the principles, all the promises, all my divine laws. But that's what the king does. Wow. What we have become is mechanical. We've become very mechanical. So much so that what we've done, we've done the flip side of what the world has done. We've brought entertainment now in the church. And spirituality for us is not real. What the world is doing is that they decide, no, what I'm going to mix with entertainment is spirituality. Yep. There you go. And so what they're doing is now bringing over the Christian into the secular world. They're tapping into the second heaven. Mm-hmm. Sorcery. So things look like it's happening for them because they're serving their God of this world. 
But what they're actually saying about God is that he's fictional. But they do believe in the supernatural. We say God is true, but we don't believe in the supernatural. We don't believe that he can actually do the impossible. We don't believe where there is no way that there is a way. I love that Pastor used the example that I prayed for him. And with that being said, he, that was to me not possible that he was definitely ever going to be a pastor, less known than a Christian, because he was never going to go to the place that's known as church. But when you believe, matter of fact, he asked me, he said, do you always get what you want? I said, there's very few things in this world that I want, that I ever want. I know my want would never change. I said, no, there's very few. And when I want it, yes, I'm going to get it. Only thing that's going to stop me is that I'm not here. I'm, I cease to exist. I'm going to get what I want because even the world, the things that they want, they don't stop at it. There's no time for rest. They achieve what they desire. You don't desire anything bad enough. You don't desire anything bad enough. How bad do you want it? Do you even have a want? Think about our lives. What do you desire the most? Making more money, getting a house, a car. Tell me about it. Should be just peace. Start off there. That'd be a good place. Mm. That's free. Amen. We become in our life to where we tolerate God. And we're bored with him. We tolerate him. So when we come. We're tired. I, I just, I want to know, when you're, when it comes to your job, as tired as you might be, you get there and you do it. You know why? Because you know that there's a paycheck coming, right? Got bills to pay. Come on, y'all. I'm the reverse. As soon as I don't feel good, matter of fact, I'm just thinking I'm tired right now. I'm going to leave in the middle of the day. I'm gone. Work has never been, or career has never been, something that has taken me over. I take no value in it except that it's labor. I see it as labor. I see it as a seed. Not your life. A means to live in this world while I'm here. I'm not governed by money. I'm not led by that. And when you are, you become a slave to it. We have to come up place in our life to where Holy Spirit actually possess us. He have to possess your life to cause you to be led by him. Otherwise, you can choose not to be led by him. You have to be Possessed by Holy Spirit yeah. to be led. 
we should be in a place in our life to where we just don't want Holy Spirit to visit us. We want him to take a boat to inhabit us. Amen. Amen. See, this is why the atmosphere is dry now, because you know why? He has not tarried here. And when he tears, it means, David, he stays. This is why we can walk away from God. You know why? Because he just visit you. He didn't stay. And, and people who just visit, you just see him as somebody coming and going. But when he stays, when he, this is why he said, go to the upper room. Go to Jerusalem and stay there. He said, Terry. Till you have power from on high. He said, stay. Allow Holy Spirit to come and habitate. Take a habitation up inside of you. That's what a change will be. See, what he hasn't done in our lives, he hasn't stayed. That's right. He just visit you, Greg. He has to stay. You have to allow him to come in and take up complete residency. This is why we're okay when he, he lifts up off of us. Because you know why? This is not a place I want you to stay. Because I want to do some things that I want to do. And to do what you want to do, Holy Spirit cannot stay. He needs to take a habitation. And when he takes a habitation, he's actually able to, we're actually able to see miracles, signs and wonders. Ask yourself, how, where are the signs and wonders, Bobby? Where are they at? Where are they? We're running here and there for signs, wonders, and miracles. He said, the greatest sign would be this, is that you allow me to take a bold in you, and then you will see signs and wonders and miracles. He has to stay to do that. See, we're all at times we can feel Holy Spirit, but you have to be immersed in Holy Spirit. You have to be saturated with Holy Spirit. We were created for various purposes. We were created to worship God. We are created to destroy the very works of the enemy. That's right. We are created to know all. Mm. Go ahead. You are designed, Celeste, to know all things. How deep is that, Fee? You're created, Dave, to know all things. When I was reading that, all things, he didn't say some. And as smart as some of you may think you are, he said, I design you. To know all things. You're not, you will never be without knowledge 
insight and illumination and wisdom. Because when you have Holy Spirit, he brings to you all things. This is why we should be successful. This is why I'm even dreading. I think about the next, on Sunday, Monday, I go to work. This is what I want to do. All things. You're designed to know. I got the revelation, Sandy, that I think you guys heard me say this a couple times before. As my father was dying, die, he said, you know what to do. He said, you always knew what to do. Just do it. You know. And at that time, I'm like, oh, what is he talking about? Are you going to leave me with that? I don't even know what to do with that. He said, you, he gave me a prophetic word in the gospel. Holy Spirit has given you all things. He's given you all things to know. This is why I told someone else this. When you're going to make decisions, I said, you already know. I said, now, I'm going to pass on this legacy. Is that you already know what to do. The thing is, you haven't done it. You need to just do it. Yes, Pastor? Can I, I'm going to ask them a question, too. How come this? You okay? You want to stand up? Yeah, come I'm with fine. me? Okay. How come it's so hard to do it? How come it's so hard to do it? You don't trust? Lack of faith? Trust and faith. That's why we don't do it. But, wow. But you have, you know why? Because you don't know what's in you. Because I did teach you about the creative ability that's within you. Him. Each and every one of you. I just use star again because she's she doing it. Not saying nobody else. And if you are, I don't know. If you do. Please let us know so we can help Please you. Please do. <laughs> and she didn't, she didn't even have the money or the means. That's how God does it. Okay, okay. I'm stand you up just need me. to have the will of God to do it. Okay, okay. And he'll provide. He'll provide the resources. He just want you to do it. Step out. She didn't have the money or the means. To what's there or the place because she was out looking all out won't you start she was all over all kind of places trying to find a place but she had to start mm-hmm. you had to get a couple of no's yeah. or that's not the one mm-hmm. see but you we take that we're afraid to hear that no this ain't the one that's exactly what it means that's not the one the one that you want but it's not the one that's right excellent i hear your spirit you hear the one that you want. Mm-hmm. But he said, no. You can put it in person, place, or thing. Okay? For real. But the one that she had was sitting right underneath her. Yeah, man. It's always right it's there. It's always right there. Right in plain the sight. Best, the best be place to hide is in plain sight. So, what do you have? 
do you have in your hand? Moses, use what's in your hand. I got the cross of a, thousand, a million people across the Red Sea. What do you have? What's in your hand? I'm just saying. And, and we miss it now. I'm going to sit back down. We miss it. And he said, lift it up. What's in your hand? Praise. I got, I got one, two, three praise, guys. Praise, praise, praise. And all of you got something me, that's that you need. Where's Avery? Where's Avery? You got it? What am I missing? Oh, there you go. You get it? Because he said he wanted to go to school. I keep hearing him. I keep hearing him. Amen. And I keep saying in my spirit, you going to go? Do y'all see what I'm saying? See, but, but Star, you had to go. You can't get finishing grace until you start. You got to at least start. What you want to do, James? See? And then when you do what you're going to do, I, I watch her start a whole time. She's been equipping herself. Amen. She's, she worked underneath somebody for how many years? Four years. Four years. And I did the same thing. Worked underneath them. Submitted. Do what they wanted to do. Whatever. And I'm learning. Because one day, I'm going to be in the corporate office. That's and not right. be running the projector. Mm -hmm. That was my story. Same thing. What are you doing? You ain't got, I ain't got the money. You don't have to have the money. You got to have the will. That's what you got to have. And, the, and it'll come up, won't it, Star? Prosperity is in your passion. Prosperity is in your passion. You have to identify your passion Amen. to discover your prosperity. Amen? And give it back to God. Amen. Just to validate you know all things or are capable of knowing all things, Jesus did so many things, the word of God says, that the world, it was written in a book. It was written in a book. The world could Couldn't not contain it. Right? That's what it says. But God in his infinite wisdom recorded everything mm. in his deepest part of the person, Holy Spirit. Mm. If the world and which it, could, it couldn't contain all that Jesus did, written in the book. He said, because it could not contain all what he did, I've recorded all what I did in the person, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. All things are recorded in Holy Spirit. I, I got this. I got this. I got that. <laughs> and all things have now been given unto you, That's the why comforter. You know. And he will show you all things. I got it. It dry out. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this is why you can't know God without Holy Spirit. He is the deepest part of the Godhead. He is the heart of the Godhead. He also informs you of the Father and the Son. He is the deepest part of God. 
He is Holy Spirit. Without Holy Spirit, there's no life. There's no drawing you to God. There's yes. no birth. There's no doing. There's no movement. There's no movement. Mm. Mm. Think about your life. There's no movement. Need to be a refilling of Holy Spirit. Mm. Because Holy Spirit moves. And if your life is not moving forward, it means Holy Spirit is not brewing over you and dwelling inside of you. Your life should be moving, dying, escalating forward, upward, beyond your circumstance and your situation. Holy Spirit does that. It causes you to be elevated above your situation. He moves you forward. Even while you're going through, start what you're going through, he moves you feet beyond everything that you're going through. He moves you upward. When a plane, when it's traveling, how it goes upward, you're, right. you're like the plane. You're, you're not touching the ground, but you can still see the world. But you're not in the world because you're moving upward and forward, beyond and above your situations. Mm. Holy Spirit moves you forward, Dave. So it means that we, can, we need to evaluate our lives if we're, we're standing still and it looks the same. It means that there needs to be an infilling again of Holy Spirit. Pastor. Yes. I just felt something, and, you know, I'm thinking of Darius up here. And I told you Darius has something very unique, but it, it needs to get moving, Darius. You can't sit on it. Mm -hmm. it, it you have something that the world needs. For real, you. You. And you can't sit on it. It needs to move. Don't sit on it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, it's hard for me to sit still just hearing what she just said because it's motivating me to move more. And I don't know how much more I can move, but I'm going to move. Oh, yeah, we got to go forward. I'm already stretching out, but I can. Who faith follows. That's right. Without Holy Spirit, God sees you as a false witness. Mm, mm, mm. And he said you should be my witness. Without Holy Spirit, <sighs> and I'm talking about the baptism of fire. Amen. Not talking about water baptism. We're not talking about the Holy Spirit come upon you because when you initially get saved, you receive Holy Spirit. You do. You receive because you, this is what caused the new birth is Holy Spirit. So you, you have Holy Spirit, but you have not now been baptized in fire, Holy Spirit, which is the power, the dunamis that cause you to live permanently different than you normally live. If you're living the same, I... I challenge you that you probably are not baptized in fire. If you're living the same and doing the same things, you are not baptized in fire. The baptism in fire comes and it purifies it. It gets rid of all impurities. Impurities. It burns it up. Yes. 
And what's left, see, you're, you're cleansed, and it does the, the purification and the cleaning of you, which causes your new birth. It, it causes all of that impurity to come to the top. So now once it comes to the top, you can skim that right on off. Amen. So there's a power now, Darius, to go out and be my witness. But there has to be a fire baptism before that happens. Because otherwise, you're just saved and you, you have Holy Spirit. But you don't have the power to do the works. This is why he said, go to Jerusalem. And stay there. Wait. Until Holy Spirit come and baptize you with fire. See, they had events to where Holy Spirit was upon them so they could do works. They did works, did they not? Yes. And they didn't have their indwelling. They didn't have their indwelling. Jesus himself had to be baptized. The place of Jordan means this. Unless some of you know, you can share it with me. It means death. He went to the river Jordan and was baptized. So there's a death in the baptism. Amen. There is a death in the baptism, which means that you're not the same because you have died in the purification of your baptism. Are you the same? This is why our life is such a struggle. Because you did Romans 10, 9. You received his spirit because it had to happen in your birth. That's right. But you weren't baptized, some of us, in fire. He said, I don't recognize you as my witness if you're not baptized in fire. Because then he sent them out. He said, go out now and compel them. Go to the hedges and highways and compel them to come in. How, I ask, are you to compel someone to do something? Because you're on fire. You're on fire fire and your fire catches see when you're not on fire you can't compel nobody to come in oh, come on now see fire gonna catch that is something that's contagious if i'm near you you can get caught on fire this is why you have to be baptized not only in water unto repentance and to the kingdom of God, but also fire baptized to compel those to come in. Got that. Mm. 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 To bring about a change in your own life and stay there. That fire does that. Guys, know I'm at my time. The church desperately needs to know Holy Spirit. We desperately need to know 
Holy Spirit. Without Holy Spirit and your awareness of him, you're experiencing something totally different. It's not Holy Spirit. You have to be aware of him. So much so that sin does this. For, this, is why, this is why Jesus hated sin. Because Holy Spirit mission is to get rid of it. is to get rid of sin. And so if you're fire baptized, this is why some people are more sensitive to things in the spirit because of the fire baptism. I can't, certain things happen, I can't stop that, don't do that. And my reaction is so fast, I don't have time to, you know, say it politely, sorry. It's what it is. Get rid of what's not faith. It's not God. It can't be in his presence. There should be a desperation for a real experience with Holy Spirit because it changes your life. It restructures everything about you and those around you. Just don't allow at any time or any moment for your spouse, your children, to cause you to not be led of the Spirit. Be led of the Spirit. He said, these are the, the Son of God, those who are led by the Spirit. I think I'm going to end here. We've got maybe about 10 more minutes, and I'll go ahead and end it. But I, we have a lot more to cover. I haven't even gotten to the foundation scripture, and I will get there. The earth is groaning. We've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. For the sons of men to know who they are. Why is that there in the word? Do you just ask sometimes when you read things, well, why is that there? Why is the earth groaning for us to know who we are? Because at some point, when God spoke, the earth responded. When Joshua spoke, the sun responded. The creation responded to true man and woman of God. It responded, Pastor. The creation could hear Holy Spirit. Well, the fig tree heard Jesus. And it died. The rock also heard Moses. And it brought forth water. Just keep going. But that's if you can believe it. Yeah. And that. So the earth is groaning. Because they're not responding to the Christians. Because they haven't heard 
from the Son of Man that's inside of you. So the earth can't hear. can hear, but only it hears from the Son of Man. So he's not hearing us. This should be explaining to us why there's few signs of miracles, wonders, and when we speak to our situation, that it doesn't respond because it only hears the Son of Man. Foundation scripture, John 14, 26, Amplified. But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Read that again. Read that slower, please. Thank you. No, that was good. But the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. He's your helper. He said, Jesus said, when I go, I won't leave you comfortless. I will, I will send my comforter. I will send my helper. I will send the, your advocate, your intercessor, your counselor, your strengthener, oh, your, the one that will stand by you, the Holy Spirit. Whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and will help you remember everything that I have told you. I will send my comforter, the Holy Spirit. Let's backtrack first. The Father sent the Son. Right? Mm-hmm. That's right. But why did he send the son? Short story, he sent the son because his work was finished. So he took a seat. So then he sent the son. Go ahead. His work was done. Now the son has to do work. Son comes to the earth does the work. Now, his work is done. It is finished. He takes a seat. Now, Holy Spirit is here on behalf of all two of the three of the Godhead. And he has a work to do. And he's called to stand by you to ensure you fulfill the word of God. He's come 
to stand by you, to cause you to reconcile the world back to God. He's come to ensure that you know how to worship and bring God offering. He's come to educate you of spiritually things that pertain to the kingdom of God. He's come to parent you in spirituality. Go ahead. Holy Spirit has come. He comes to educate the body of Christ of how to love. Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit is preparing you for Jesus' second coming. And then he must take a seat. I leave you with today, when he takes a seat, what's going to happen? The word of God said, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to end it right there because when there are three taking a seat, let you know there's no more time for us. When he comes, there's no more time because he's going to gather what's his. Only what's his. He's going to gather. And there's no more time for you to get it right. There's no more time for you to go back and forth with all our theological thoughts and what the word said, what it didn't say, and our debates about the word. He is now here. Truth is here. There will be no more time for, the word of God says even for children. He said, this is the age. We try to use age 13. God said, when you know to do good, and you don't, and you don't do it, it is sin. Say he said, when slow. you know. Say that slow, because I don't want them to go right past. He said, when you know to do good, and you do it not, it is sin. He's saying that when you have knowledge of what's good and evil, you are accountable for your own sin. You know what to do. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. You are now accountable. This is why the word of God tells the parents, raise your kids up in the fear of the Lord. Teach them the way to go. Even if they stray, they won't stay. He said, now that's your responsibility is teach them the way to go. That's right. Now, if you didn't teach them the way to go, their blood is on your hand. Then God, that's wrong. I mean, they didn't know. They had an opportunity to know. You didn't let them know. I told you to tell them. Raise them up in the fear of the Lord. God has given me this teaching about the Holy Spirit, the ways of the Holy Spirit. So that you start to move in the ways of the Holy Spirit. Start to live in the ways of the Holy Spirit. We have to mature. Holy Spirit matures you as well. Amen. He does. 
God can't use immature people in his kingdom. Because you know why? Because they're going to be busy and consumed with bickering. You know, there's a war going on, and you over there in the corner bickering. The enemy done rolled up on you, and you still in the corner bickering. And, and, and not loving and division and divide. He said, then that house going to fall. He has to have a mature house, a mature people, a loving people. Amen. I pray that the word of God have really reached your spirit and Holy Spirit arise in you and the fire of God is kindled in you that you are turned to righteousness permanently in your life. And this is not something that you're playing with and you are becoming your own God. I pray that the fear of the Lord is established in your heart and you walk according to the word of God every moment of your life because he's coming. When Holy Spirit takes his seat beside the Father and the Son, there's no more time. Amen. Amen. Glory to God.